You guys, I want to share with you my favorite place to shop online. It's literally a one-stop shop for all the people on your Christmas list. Zulily offers daily deals on thousands of items from up-and-coming brands and household names. You'll find a store full of new things every day, and you'll always get great value and free shipping on orders of $89 or more. Explore toys, clothing, and smart home finds, plus top beauty and wellness trends. Have fun shopping without breaking the bank or leaving your house. Save on clothes, toys, and home decor. New deals every day. That's my favorite part. New shops pop up every single day. Check the link in my show notes to check out Zulily today. Sorry for your new addiction. Not sorry about all the money you'll save this holiday season shopping on Zulily. Hey friends, only two more episodes left of 2022, including this one. And I was just thinking about how I want to wrap up the year. My intention is to keep these final two a little shorter and more of a wrap up vibe to the year and kind of a head start on where my mind's at for myself and for this podcast for 2023. So at the top of the year, I said that my motto was to get in the room. And I used to be so afraid to get in the room with people further along than me. And by the way, if you're watching on YouTube and you've never actually listened to my podcast on those channels, I highly recommend going and checking out that first episode that I did of 2022. Um, You can find it on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the places. Uh, Let me know if you can't find it and I will send it to you because I'm kind of going to be building on that with this episode today. So I was afraid to get in the room, right? With people further along than me. And maybe you can relate to that. I was afraid they would think I was an idiot, basically. I was afraid they would wonder what I was doing in there or think I was a fool for thinking I could do what they were doing. I was afraid they would see me as an imposter, especially as a woman who has been in many boardrooms. But this goes beyond like people further along than me in business. This is down to even standing in a room with people who seem to be further along than me in life, maybe better homes, better cars, bigger incomes. Like we're our own worst critic, right? And I am very critical of myself in those areas because that's how I was taught to define success by those measures. And I felt like other people were going to find out that I didn't have my shit together. But that must mean that that's what I'm telling myself, right? That I'm not as far along as I should be, that I'm not as successful as I should be, that what I'm doing is not good enough because we have arbitrary numbers or benchmarks in our head, right? We, we should be doing this by age 25 and making this amount of money by age 30 and have this much in a retirement plan by age 35 and be to this rank in the company by age 40, et cetera. And first of all, those benchmarks we as a society have made up and ingrained in the minds of our children are just fucking stupid. Sorry, not sorry. We are rushing people to reach a level of success by the way, however, that level of success is however we've decided to define it. And we're rushing people to get there without making happiness a factor in whether or not somebody is successful. Or we tell them that their happiness will come when they reach that defined measure of success, which I think is even more damaging. So let's unpack that for a second. First, I had to redefine what success meant for me this year in order to help me get in the room. 
I had to see success not defined by an outcome or some benchmark that was taught to me, but tied to an effort to work for things that I wanted, that I wanted, defined by my willingness to try, to walk through fear and not away from it, to know there will be failures, but that they won't stop me. Success can be found in your everyday willingness to show up for what your dream is. The failure is in not trying, right? We've all heard that before. The failure is in not trying, which means the success is in the willingness to try. And by those measures of success, I got really freaking proud of myself. I had walked away from a job that would have provided a comfortable life for me and my family to pursue my purpose to seek fulfillment, to make my impact, to create joy in my life. I may not have the material measures of success like a fat bank account or a big house or the nicest car, but I am so incredibly happy, happier maybe than I have ever been, so fulfilled, so excited for my future for the first time in my life, so confident in myself and in the direction of my business, so proud of myself for doing one scary thing after another this year as I have built the business that I desire. By those measures of success, oh, I'm successful. And I deserve to get in that freaking room. So that is what I did this year. And I want you to understand, I share that not to boast, but to tell you that's what I had to do mentally. That was how I had to flip my mindset so that I could allow myself the permission, give myself the permission to get in the room and feel like I belonged there once I was there. I redefined my own measures of success. I had to do that for me because taking on anything challenging alone is freaking hard. And building this business without my husband's initial support and with people not understanding why I would leave that job is freaking hard. Having different measures of success than than those close to me, that's hard. That's hard because you have no one to turn to when things get challenging. And it feels like you have no one to turn to when you want to celebrate either. Maybe starting your new healthy way of life is hard, right? I feel like that's something we can all relate to. People are getting ready to set their New Year's resolution. So I'm going to use that as as an example throughout this episode. But when people around you don't support what you're doing or tell you, you look fine as you are. On the hard days when the motivation to work out or nourish your body with healthy food is gone and you're surrounded by people who don't understand or support what you're doing, it's hard to do it anyway. When you finish a workout and no one around you knows what a big deal that was for you, it is hard. When you choose to make yourself a healthy meal instead of going out for takeout again and no one cares what a big deal that was for you, that's hard. But when you redefine your measures of success for you and not for anyone else, it's not for anyone else to understand. When you redefine your measures of success so that you can rise to your greatest potential, you learn to love clapping for yourself and celebrating yourself. Those people around you that aren't supporting you in the hard may come around. They may, but they also may not. And you have to be okay with that. You feeling happy and fulfilled by your measures of success must be enough. Anyone else's praise is just icing. And you know, you may be saying, okay, Erica, but give me the steps to do that. Excuse my cat. Just, he's crazy. Okay, Erica, but give me the steps to do that. I think we often see people waiting till someone tells them to do A, B, and C so they can get to D. But there isn't always steps like that. And there isn't really steps to what I'm telling you to do today. 
You just have to decide. You have to just do the work one day at a time, redefine your measures of success right now. That is something you could go do. Go write it down. Maybe draw out what success for you would look like in the future. And then every day, write three things down that you're proud of yourself for based on those new measures of success. And then clap for your damn self. There you go. Steps one, two, and three. So I gave myself permission and approval to get in the damn room this year. And I've grown so much because of it. My dreams are bigger. The vision I have for my life is more extravagant. What I believe is possible for me has multiplied. And I'm excited for the unpredictability of my future. Getting in bigger rooms makes you dream bigger. So one, redefine your measures of success and let go of those benchmarks placed on you by society where no one cares if you're freaking happy. They just care if you've got the new purse, the new car, the big house. Two, that way you can give yourself the permission to get in the rooms of people further along than you and feel like you have a place there. And three, get excited about your own freaking potential and willingness to work for what you want. Stop waiting for people to get excited for you. Those are my biggest takeaways from me to me this year. But I'm going into 2023 with something to add to that. My word for 2023, drum roll, intention. I've gotten over the fear of getting in the bigger rooms, of saying yes to things that scare me. Okay, I'm going to tell you what may seem like a silly story, but it was big for me. Y'all, I was in Punta Cana last week. And my husband and I have been traveling to these all-inclusive resorts for eight years now. And every time they do the same old daytime pool games where they pull some poor saps from the pool and get them to do ridiculous things in front of a crowd for like a t-shirt or something. And I've always wanted to get up there, but I was too afraid of looking stupid. And I didn't care that it would be fun because I am just a silly person. I think I have a great sense of humor. I'm always doing silly things to make my family laugh. So I didn't care that that it would be fun, that it would make me laugh, that it would bring me joy, that it would help me let go of basing my decisions on the judgments of others. No, I didn't care about those things. I just wanted to be invisible. Not just small, but actually invisible in those moments so that no one could judge me. And this may seem like no big deal to you, but I finally jumped out of that pool when they said they were looking for three women and two men. I got out so fast. I was the first woman up there. And once I was up there, I knew I was all in. My competitive spirit came out and I didn't give a shit what anybody thought. I also felt a little safer getting up there because it was the kids pool. And I thought, well, they're not going to make me do anything that's like going to be too disgraceful, you know? So I'm like, that helps me a little bit. I just knew that I wasn't a quitter. I was already up there. I had done much scarier shit this year than doing ridiculous things poolside in Punta Cana among strangers. This may seem like a silly example to you, but it's actually a pretty big deal for me. It was. It shows you how when you start to raise the bar for yourself, it trickles into all areas of your life. Getting up there, even if I look like a fool, just really didn't seem so bad to me anymore because I knew I wasn't going to die. And I knew it would be a fun memory. And that I may choose to never do it again based on my experience, but there was only going to be one way for me to find out. By the way, the three women tied. The two men were the first out, right? And we were promised a gift that we never received, but oh well. My gift was a gift to myself 
for doing something I was once afraid to do and raising the bar for myself for the next thing. So like I said, now that I know I'm that I'm getting in the room, now it's getting in the room with intention. I stood up poolside with the intention to win. I'm competitive. Not just get up there. I stood up with the intention to win. And when I look back to other things that I've done this year to get into the room, I actually really had no preset intention behind it. I was focusing on just getting over my fear of putting myself out there, which is fine and worth celebrating. And I'm so proud of myself for the rooms I've gotten in this year, both virtually and in person, but I can do better. And if I think back to that first room I got in, if you're a longtime listener, you may remember, it was traveling to DC, staying in a hotel by myself and going to a dinner meeting solo in January. My palms were sweating, just trying to figure out how to park my car in the garage and check into the hotel. I had never done that before. 36 years old at the time, and I had never checked myself into a hotel. I thought the roof of my truck was going to scrape the top of the hotel garage. The whole thing was traumatic for me. Okay. Maybe I'm being dramatic, but it felt like it, but I didn't let the fear stop me. It wasn't that I had no fear, right? I just stopped letting it stop me this year. And I hope this podcast has had that same effect on you this year, because this is a come with me journey. And I love hearing from you guys who listen week after week, telling me, I said, just what you needed to hear. I love that because I'm really just on here saying things that I myself need to hear too. So getting over those fears and getting into that meeting with leaders in this business when I was in DC, it was scary, but I was just so proud that I did it. I was just so proud that I got in the room, but I can do better. Now I want to go into rooms like that with the intention of winning, like I did poolside and Punta Cana, not winning, like being better than everybody else. Remember. We've redefined our measures of success. I mean, winning and taking something from every room that I go in. Today, I'd go in that room in DC, not just with the intention to just be an additional body in that room, but I would go in with the intention to network, to connect with someone doing something I wanted to do or doing something I needed to incorporate into my business or just someone I could learn from. I'll leave every room with another tool to make my dreams a reality. Get in the room with intention. Walk into that fitness class you've been scared to take and walk out with a new connection to someone who has been doing it longer than you. Walk into that room with people further along than you in something and walk out with something new to try in your own life. Shake hands with that leader, but then also ask them a question while you have their attention. Be intentional. Okay, I'm going to leave you guys hanging here because this is my word for 2023 and it's not 2023 yet. We still have another episode. So we're going to talk more about intention on the final episode of 2022. For now, I would love to hear from those of you who are ready to get intentional with me in 2023 based on just what you've heard me say today. I want to hear from you. Let's support one another as we take getting into the room one step farther. If we keep doing the same things, we will keep generating the same experiences. Don't just go through the motions of doing things because you think you're supposed to. Act intentionally in accordance with the desired outcome of your life. Evaluate your life as we wrap up 2022. Decide whether or not the people in your life, the job, 
the location. Decide whether or not those things are in alignment with your desired outcome. Are you intentionally taking steps to get you there? In 2023, no more just following steps we've been given from a self-help book, from our parents, from a partner, a friend, no more autopilot. In 2023, let's get intentional with our actions so we can live a life that gets us excited. You're going to want to catch my final two episodes of 2022 as we approach 2023 with a revised version of my 2022 motto to get in the room. In 2023, we are getting in the room with intention. Time to live each day less on autopilot and more on purpose. Let's do this. Until next episode, friends. Eat.